Welcome back. Welcome back to my best friend thinks she's Buffy. Buffy. That's me. That's Gianna. She thinks she's Buffy. <laughs> I do. And I'm Marley. I don't think I'm Buffy <laughs> yet. How nice for you. <laughs> How nice for you. And uh, we're we're coming to you hot off the uh, television screen of uh, the screening of episode two of season one. Cheers. Cheers. To the harvest. To the harvest. To the harvest. So we've just watched um, basically part two of the opening episode, but it is a separate episode called The Harvest. And what should we talk about, G? Well, I want to know... I want to. I want you to give uh, um, our friends, our our thirteen listeners. I want you to give them your summation of this episode in, in your words. In what, like uh, one sentence, or like you get a few sentences, a but few basically sentences. remind our listeners what happens in the episode, The Harvest. Okay. Um. In the Harvest, um, there's some very good things I found out. Uh, I think the most important thing that I found out is that Sunnydale is the hellmouth. <laughs> I thought it was the pool of blood or whatever that the master lives in just very small i thought that was the hellmouth and like he came out of it but no i have found out that sunnydale itself is um an interterrestrial plane i don't know la buco del inferno sure something like that whatever the the plane of the astral plane um and it's where something converges with like demon spirits um Yes, I think that was the important part uh, because listen to you. You're you're reminding me of Giles. <laughs> um, because uh, uh, demons and shit are <laughs> attracted to this um town, this like sleepy town that's so boring, In California. Uh, but that a uh, bunch of monsters will will continue to wreak havoc on because it's in the the plane of existence <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> Good. Okay, what else did you learn? <laughs> what happened in the episode? Okay, what happened? Uh, I can barely remember. Oh, okay. We open on the cliffhanger from last episode. Yes. So in the last episode, Buffy was fighting Luke. Good. The, <laughs> the demon man who is ripped. I really noticed his biceps juicy juicy vampire yeah. uh so he's got very nice biceps but um she was struggling and and that's the cliffhanger and they were in the the tomb or the mausoleum uh where she went to save her her friends who were being captured um to be taken to the master i guess um so uh luke is like about to chomp her and uh, he gets burned by her crucifix or which her we cross. Which thought she wasn't wearing, which th- she yeah. was in fact wearing. She must have put it on when she put on her horrible outfit. Yeah, her that blue shit, short her pants. Her blue shirt, short pants. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she must have tucked it in and then it, and then it came out at just the right moment um, and burned him. And then she kicks the ass, whatever, and uh, then they they she saves Xander and Willow who are like shake it up and uh then they leave jesse behind uh which i mean i didn't think he would be an important character (laughs) anyway but uh sorry buffy you did it i'm pretty sure during the episode you said disposable or something i did under your breath (laughs) heartless heartless um yeah and then we uh are with giles and he is explaining what i just explained that sunnydale is the portal 
to another dimension, which I happens quite fast. Like I was like, what? I'm just supposed to believe all this. And that they're all. Where'd just, you find this out? They're all just gathered in the library. Mm-hmm. You know, um, he's ex- extolling. Is that a word? Extolling? To extol? Well, sure it is now. I mean, he's grabbing books, mm. um, like rubbing their spines. Oh, yeah, of the like books. waxing. He, yes, as he, you know, checks the volume to make sure it's the right volume as he extols. Yeah, what are these books? All of this context. And I know, what is this library? And no other students use the library because it's creepy as fuck in there. It's going to become the the best jokes. Some of the best jokes are about how nobody uses this library. And in the future of the show, also about how it is the weirdest collection for a high school student body, this library. <laughs> the, all the books on demon and... And resurrection, and they must have a um like a special topics uh, classics <laughs> course they can take or whatever, <laughs> or like folklore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, the other thing that happens is that the master transfers in quite an erotic way oh. his power to the vessel, Luke. Oh, it's super sexual, isn't it? Yes, I was like, oh, like they're like sucking each other and like. Uh, yes, they are. It's gnarly. It's awesome. <laughs> it's, it is. Because they're all like men too, and then the lady demon's like, hey, <laughs> like watching. And Luke is really into it, and the master's mm-hmm. really into it. Yeah. And Buffy, I think, uses the term suck fest like suck two fest. or three times in this episode. It is a suck fest. Yeah, and they exchange their fluids, and he's like, my blood is your blood. We are one, which is, it did remind me of Outlander, like blood of my blood. <laughs> in Outlander, that's how they also get married in Gallic yes. tradition, <laughs> and they cut their hands open and smear together. You just had your wedding anniversary. Did you and Andrew exchange? He's the blood of my blood and the sun and the moon. Did, yeah, did you guys, did you guys exchange blood? Did you mix blood um, yesterday? Not yet. We're saving that for our... Second anniversary, <laughs> our blood wedding. <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> so, yeah, that part was very interesting and very ritualistic. Um, I mean, it's very demon. It, it is quite evil and demonic. Like mm-hmm. they, they're not shying away from like uh, the quite evilness of it. Yes, and and that's like I think credit to Bram Stoker for because. Mm. The the Dracula story is really the story where you get all of this talk about exchanging fluids, mm. and and you you learn that to become a vampire, you also you not only have to be drained of some of your blood until you're brought to the brink of dying, and then you have to feed on your host's blood. Yeah, and then oh. and then your blood mixes and. You You, all have the same blood. And you die. The human version of you dies. Your Mm -hmm. soul dies. The demon enters your body and and takes over your body. So that's how that's how the demon is made in this lore. And that's totally from Bram Stoker's Dracula. And Giles like says that, right? He's like, it was like the old ones Mm -hmm. who who I guess after that explanation like everyone is has the blood of the the old ones in them 
but they're half, only half. Mm. Um, so yeah, they, they, they share, I mean, we were talking about this last episode, they share the world with the living mm. as well because they are only half demon. They are like they are evil, but their body uh, is is human. Because like, is the master's body human? That is a question I can't answer because I will spoil something for okay. you. But yes, because like he is humanoid. He is like walking <laughs> on his limbs. He gets dressed in his leathers in his every leathers. day, <laughs> and he does his nails, <laughs> and he practices his eye punching and his jokes. Or what does he say? He's like. Well, when he pokes out that vampire's eye for being oh a naughty God. vampire, yeah. for speaking out of turn. It's like, do you have something in, in your, your eye? eye? <laughs> and then it's just like... With this little nail. With this very triangular, like very 2020 like quite, nails. Yeah. Because we don't, like, no one was shaving, shaving, <laughs> filing their nails into, into little points. points. Yeah, That was totally. only recent, at least in No, Edmonton. in the 90s, it was all square French tips. Oh, my God. Classic. Mm-hmm. Classic. Um, yeah, he is creepy as fuck. And I don't, he? I don't really know if he's like, has the other vampires can like take on human kind of form. But he doesn't. But he doesn't. Luke doesn't either. Or not that I've seen. I kind of thought Luke was going to come to the bronze and be like super hot. But he wasn't. He was disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> he's always. Juicy and always bumpy foreheady. Yeah, I feel like Luke, but the way like the master has no hair. The mm-hmm. master has what they call a fruit punch mouth, which isn't a spoiler, oh, but that's it's what like, Buffy calls it. Yeah, it's like disgusting. It's yes. like round. Yeah, and like oh. and his teeth are always they're vampiric. Like, they're like crabby. <laughs> his skin is he's so white. He's almost like transparent. He looks like the OG Dracula, kind of, yeah. but like with some modern sort of leather. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So he doesn't really look like a human, but I don't know if he can like take human form. I don't know. So you're picking up on something that is important with the show and the show will deal with. Mm. That is that there are some vampires who are kind of more perma vampiric yeah, than others. <laughs> and we will meet them. And mm-hmm. they do have to do with how old they are. Mm. And the lineage, like which lineage they come from? Well, he's obviously very old and very powerful because everyone's like sucking his blood and dick. <laughs> they totally Basically. are. Uh, Everybody, all vampires in the town, all want to taste. It's very like, um, I don't know, what the the panic of like Satanism, like people in, I I just watched this documentary on like the oh, satanic yes. church and it's it's really cool actually, but um, just like the absolute panic around Satanism and Satan worshipers, particularly in the States and in the Southern States, it's, it's a, a madness. And so I feel like this is very, I don't know, it's really pokey, like they're really going for it. <laughs> Absolutely. And some people could be quite triggered by this, like, very demonic ritual. Yes. And they're very, it's very, it's very erotic. It's very sensual. Mm, absolutely. The vampires in this world, mm-hmm. in this show, hanging out with teenagers. Yeah. And all these young, like, beautiful people. And then the vampires are kind of sexy in their gross way, too. Well, and lots of them are forever young, mm-hmm. kind of. Yep. Oh, Yeah. And, like, I was 
like Andrew brought up something. He was like, just like think of when this happened. Like there was no Twilight, which is sort of like the new sexy vampires yeah. or whatever. And this was before there was that. No True Blood. Yeah. So like it's kind of this new reimagining. I mean, it's old because vampires uh, as a folktale are extremely old. And and Bram Stoker wrote kind of into it this sexuality. So they're pulling from that. But it's kind of this new new thing. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like, I think the reason Luke, we never see Luke without his bumpy forehead on, <laughs> is because I think Luke is the most devout of the vampires. Mm. I feel like if you were to think about who Luke was before he was bitten, maybe he was a religious man. Well, he's quite old, too. He references, like, no one ever gets me except in 1884. In Madrid. I was sleeping. sleeping. (laughs) Isn't that such a good joke? (laughs) So he's obviously several centuries old. Yes. And he's a world traveler. Yes. And they're in Sunnydale because it's it's the hell mouth. Yes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's right. And the master got trapped there trying to um, open the hell mouth. And he said he's been waiting for three score years, which I don't know what it means. What do you think it means? 150 years? Oh, is a score 50 years? <sighs> or is it 20? Because because Giles talks about how it was 60 years Every 60... Yeah, 60 years ago, yeah. there was some crazy murders... Um, I think it then that score must be 20. How I'm Googling it. How long is a score? Because he sailed over. 20. Yeah, okay. you're right. So it was 60 years ago. Three score <laughs> years ago. Oh, you're such an old man. <laughs> the master says such a grandpa. He is. My grandpa even says score every now and again. Like we were trying <laughs> to sell a keyboard. Score. And I feel like he said something about... Some price in score, in score lingo. I'm, my goal now is to re- use it in casual conversation and see what happens. Um, so while they're in the library, um, it's also revealed, I think, that Willow is a hacker of computer. Absolutely. Oh, yes. But she doesn't, Giles sort of hints that, oh, is this, is this like legal? Is this Okay. So, so yeah. the city, the city plans Plans. are just open to the public, and she's like, "Well, kinda. Like they're I open just to me. Did it? I hacked it." <laughs> we get that information about Willow being a hacker, and mm-hmm. the fact that she tricks bully Cordelia into deleting her. Oh, yeah. Um, it's sort of like programming. Assignment. Yeah, they're they're in like program class, programming class, which is very funny. Nineteen ninety seven. I know. I actually did some of that in coding. high school, like a little coding in high school. That was all the rage back then. I was just doing Mavis Beacon. <laughs> if there's any McKernan uh, Mustangs out there, they'll remember Mr. Lomax and and Mavis Beacon. That <laughs> joke might just be for Ben, but whatever. <laughs> We can have jokes for just one person. Yeah, that one's for you, Ben, if you're listening. Shut up. Ha, ha, ha. Um, No, uh, I, I, those computers are, sure, (laughs) they're programming. Yeah. Um, And, uh, and uh, I think this will come in useful. It's another character trait, like, because right now Willow, to me, doesn't have much of a personality. Like, she's sort of, like, mousy, meek. Mm-hmm. Uh, she kind of seems loyal to her friends. 
Um, but like not much, I don't know much else about her, but now there's another piece. She's like, well, she's smart girl, so she can do computer. Yeah. And she also uses her computer skills to go and look up old newspapers. Yes. Which, having done it myself, uh, it's quite hard. You have to go to the archives and look at microfilm. So that takes a while. Uh, but maybe they had it on the internet. Doubt it. <laughs> in 1997. That's how they got their info. They call it the net. Oh, yeah. Go on the net. Well, when, like, when in 1997, when this was written, who, like, were we at the web, the net... Um, online, like all of those lingos were Not still really. floating around. We hadn't really decided on what. No, we hadn't even had. We didn't even have Y two K yet. No, and there was no Google. There was like none. So I don't even know how you would search stuff. Like I actually can't imagine. Ask Jeeves. <laughs> Ask Giles. Ask Giles. <laughs> I don't even know how you would do that. So I'm actually more impressed now that we talk about it of Willow's finding skills on absolutely, the net. Absolutely. Looking up earthquakes and then she gets like <laughs> earthquakes which is made in like word art. Yeah, it's like the GeoCities like <laughs> graphic thing. <laughs> Good website on earthquakes, Willow. And then we also lose a character named Jesse. Yes. We lose both we we find Jesse as a he starts the episode as a human mm-hmm. and then we the next time we see him he's posing as a human but he has in fact been turned into a vampire mm-hmm. which got me i didn't i didn't see that one coming actually they were using him as bait and i was like oh this is not going to go good but i didn't think Jesse was turned into a vampire shocking yeah and you can't i don't know but i don't know if you can come back like buffy was quite clear being like the human Self is dead, and that is a different creature. They are dead. They are dead. There's, there's, there's really, I mean. I mean, any, I also think in a world of magic, anything is possible. Absolutely, yes. When, when you have magic, there's just like, anything is possible. Mm -hmm. But as far as we know, like, they don't know, like, they're dead. Um, which... Uh, I mean, it's interesting because, like, he's obviously the first kind of character to die that we know, really, or, like, have any investment in. Well, and I think we need him to die so that the other characters take this seriously. And, like, they're like, oh, this is real. Yes. Um. There's a loss of life. Yeah. Uh, already. Like, and Xander kind of kills him, but not on purpose, because Xander, I don't think, really... Wants to believe that he's dead, like because this creature talks like Jesse and well, is, has all his memories and all, has all his memories. He's like, "Hey, buddy." Uh, so I don't know. I probably wouldn't kill this thing. Well, that's why vam. That's why vampires are so confusing. Mm-hmm. And Giles keeps saying, "Like when you see Jesse, you're looking at the monster that killed him. Mm. You're not looking at Jesse." But vampires use all of the history of the host of who they're inside hmm. and they've the vampire has killed and eaten their soul like they've drained their blood and then replaced it with vampiric blood and and they've taken the life force the human life force they and they've put a vampire into that body mm-hmm. but inside that body is still all of the memories of that person and vampires love to use this to manipulate humans mm. love it Crazy. So Jesse, that's so dangerous. 
And as you can Scary. see, like, yeah, Jesse went to the bronze and immediately started to hunt Cordelia. Mm-hmm. Like, he had that history still inside of him from being rejected by Cordelia mm-hmm. and needed to um, have the last, I don't know, word in, like, demons, demon land. Well, he was like, now I can do whatever I always dream I of can doing. overpower you now. Yeah. Instead of you overpowering me. Yeah, and because gonna... she's like a force not used to being overpowered by anyone. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Which is one of the reasons why I think he was so into killing her. <laughs> <laughs> to take away to take that away. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so we get we get demon Jesse and then we get demon dead Jesse. Yeah. Jesse dead. Yep. Um and it's funny that all that went down and, like, everyone saw Buffy, like, k- kicking ass. And then the next day they were like, huh, Buffy's crazy. Like, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was like rival gangs. That's what Cordelia's saying. <laughs> yeah. Which I was like, wow, I guess, what would you think? Also, a, a student died. Like, someone is dead. Yeah. Wouldn't, you, wouldn't the school, like, shut down? I mean, you'll find out very soon that Sunnydale has a big mortality rate (laughs) (laughs) and people are like pretty blase about it yeah (laughs) yeah people are pretty I mean I think that that is also the magic of the hellmouth I will say I mean I think it's a bit of a stretch I'm saying that after seeing the entire series but I think that you get they get a bit of a walk on that kind of logic just because it is the only way that the show can move forward. Yeah, yeah. And it's also why they need to acknowledge right away Willow saying, um, you know, shouldn't we call the police? <laughs> and Giles is like, and get them killed? And Buffy's like, they'd only bring guns. Like, and we just don't involve the police anymore. Uh, yeah, defund the police. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of the Hellmouth, please. <laughs> oh my god, you'll see. I know, really, every city just needs a slayer. Yeah, because right? uh, obviously the police are doing That is nothing. a huge burden to place on one woman, but... But you know. you'll do it. Oh, yeah. I volunteer. I volunteer. <laughs> I volunteer. Okay. Um, we shall contact the police and tell them our new plan. Yeah. We will let you know. We'll let you know what the mayor of Edmonton says. Don, don, don. So I would like to talk about um, some fashion. Talk to me about fashion. Uh, some assembly required. Yes. Um, Maybe one day we'll have music after you say that. Some, some assembly, assembly required. required. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> so um, right off the top, uh, when they're in the library and they're like chatting with Giles, um, Xander, I didn't really clock oh, it for yes. a second, but Xander has a really cuckoo shirt on. It is like mushrooms. It's psychedelic mushrooms. Yeah. It's very like, I guess, 90s, like... Um, Almost like stonery mushrooms yeah. on his shirt. Is he a stoner? They, I, I mean, we don't. They do, don't really do. We don't drugs do drugs. We don't drink alcohol. Mm-hmm. Um, but he though, sort of like dresses as one and is like, hey. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Also, the other thing. This isn't some assembly required, but this is something I do think is important to mention about Xander. Is that in any other, well, in 1997, Xander would be the lead of a show like Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Mm. It would be the young man. man. Like, that's how every other superhero starts. Yep. And the sort of emasculation that Xander goes through in this episode, both by the fact that he can't 
save his friend. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he has to relinquish, like, leadership to Buffy yeah. is pretty huge for that happening in 1997 in the second episode of a show. Mm-hmm. Um, for me. Like, I think that... I think that... I know that Buffy bounced around between um, sort of different channels, different broadcasters, if that's the right term. Sure. Uh, different companies yeah. or whatever. Like picking it companies. up and rejecting it mm-hmm. for reasons I don't know. Mm. But I can imagine, I can imagine Joss Whedon needing to be like very early on, no, this is a show where this woman is the leader and absolutely she will be challenged and she will fail mm-hmm. and then she will succeed etc but like she was putting all of the sort of boys Joss Whedon was putting all the men watching sort of in their place mm. by being like no this is maybe who you identify with the most and he's an very 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 important character in the show but he's not the superhero yep and he doesn't have powers, no, and he he's can't normal. fight. But, you know, I found it... I actually came into the show, I don't really know why, like, prepared to not like Xander. Mm. I don't really know why. I just was like, some dumb guy. Uh, but I actually kind of liked him in this episode because he he didn't really get angry. Like, when Buffy was like, no, go away. Like, he... He kind of persisted and was like, well, what if I could help? But but he didn't really get angry about it. And then in the end, he was like, okay, like, you are better than me. Yeah. Um, and he takes on a supporting role. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he was, and, and and so I appreciated it. It didn't, he didn't, like, fight too hard against the role he had to take on. Totally. Which men often fight on taking a supporting role. He still expresses disappointment. Mm-hmm. And he, which all of these things are normal and, and very human. Mm-hmm. It's just, they transgress what is a very, very common um, element of this kind of narrative, of the superhero narrative where the man takes over. Yep. And and gets gets a shot at running the ship until he fails and then the woman is allowed to take on. Mm. He doesn't even, we don't even see Xander fail. We no, just see, he's like completely useless yeah we just see Buffy be like no no yep okay fine you can come because you're in the sewer already god damn it yeah but no you're not like but no. he did help like yep. in the end it was important that he was there to help her absolutely so that's also probably a thing of like Buffy people can help you even though they're not the slayer people can help you well and it will yes I think Xander's uh Xander absolutely say helps save Buffy's life Mm-hmm. In those sewers. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. They have to, like, slam that. She can't do the door mm-hmm. by herself. Like, he mm-hmm. has to come um, and, and do it with her. And he has to pull her out of the sewer. Uh, so it was very important that he was there. It was nice to, like, spend time in this episode with Xander. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's why I'm, like, oh, I, I'm, like, a little bit more, like, oh, I'm into Xander. I can see him a bit more. And Willow, I'm, like, huh. Eh. So I would like to have an episode with Willow yes. doing something. Because she was like, oh, I can't come. I've got to stay on the net. <laughs> or, oh, I think I need to sit down. And then Buffy's like, you are sitting down. She was like, right, thanks. Right. Great. <laughs> I know, I know. So we're, we're going to see. Um, although I think, I think I know some things about Willow. So I'm sure she'll have a transformation. I do know something about Willow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we'll see how it gets. I have no idea how that happens. Well, you'll find out. 
Um, More importantly, get back to some assembly Xander's mushroom shirt, will you? Well, I mean, love it. Very Ugh. indicative of like a. Also, teenagers make horrible fashion choices, so I fully support the mushroom shirt. And you know, it could work today if it was like a, a short sleeve button up. Like, yeah. um, like, but more tighter, like ver- those kind of short sleeve button ups with really fun patterns. Very trendy right now. Yes. So it could work. Um, Buffy is, she's not really wearing anything too interesting this episode, but what she's doing is, um, as opposed to last episode when I didn't see that cross at all, this episode she's wearing these shirts that are like really showing the cross, like... Yes. Boobage, but just the cross. Like, here it is. They don't really talk about it. I mean, they kind of are like, bring a cross. That'll help. But they don't really talk about why or I don't know. No. Yeah. No, they don't. Um, She does have some really awful square-toed boots. Yes. They're like fully squared. Yes, <laughs> like, they are. Which I guess was trendy back then, but man, they're tragic. <laughs> <laughs> bad <laughs> and then willow's just got her overalls on she's really infantilized like she was really dressing like a 10 year old girl <laughs> oh yes oh yes which is i mean that's what she's doing right now what buffy looks way more womanly like she's got boobs and cordelia has like you know a womanly shape but like willow is truly like a child and they've covered willow's body yeah totally yeah. and she's in these like giant jumpers and overalls and stuff so yeah, that's what they're doing to Willow. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we do see Angel mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. He's wearing, I don't know if it's velvet or satin. <laughs> I think it's shiny satin. It's shiny satin. It I thought it was like... velvet, but in the light of day, it more satiny. He's sort of in magician. Yeah, he, he looks like a magician. <laughs> They've yeah. <laughs> I didn't really see it before, but he really looks like he looks like a magic. He a looks magic like tuxedo mask. Professional, yes. Yes, yes. Um, and he just appears and is like, here's a little tidbit, goodbye. <laughs> I don't know who he is or what he wants at all. So I'm like, go away. Stop fucking showing up. And I know he helped, but I don't care for him. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. And But also he kind of doesn't really help. No, he just shows up and is like, I'm not going to help you. I'm afraid. You shouldn't go down there. And then that's it. Thanks for fucking coming. Go away now. Yeah. So I don't know what his deal is or why he wants to help her. Is he a secret vampire or is he a secret? I don't know. Like, I don't know what he wants or who he is. All And all, he only talks to Buffy, too. Is he an angel? I think he's just a super fan. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, that's angel. Great. Uh <laughs> Yeah, he's always wearing his white collared shirt and his velvet Little or satin satiny tuxedo mask tuxedo. Outfit, outfit and his gel, his gelled tips. Yeah, and he's got he got cheekbones, mm-hmm. but he looks oh, yeah. like a David Backstreet Boriana's boy. is oh, he's no slouch. No, but I'm like meh. Um, Who do you think is hot? Just tell me. Just Spike. He's not even in this, but I can't wait for him to come. You like the blonde-haired boyfriend? He's just so rugged. He's, like, very troubled. It's hot. Well, we do when, I mean, we're getting ahead of ourselves. I know. I don't know even what season he's on. Is he in this season? I don't even know. But Angel is definitely boy hot, and Spike is definitely man hot. Yes. Do you know what I mean? And that's, like... 
again, like I'm a woman. <laughs> so these little children's are see you know. for me oh, for me, Buffy and and Angel were just some of the most like glorious people ever. Oh, and they have chemistry, certainly. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. But they're just getting to know each other. Yeah, and and, and maybe I'll find out more, but now I, I'm like Go away, boy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Get out of here. Fair enough. So um, Buffy also changes into like her, I guess it's like her e- evening wear <laughs> to go to the bronze, but also to go like fight, mm-hmm. I think. Uh, and she puts on a very high ponytail. Mm-hmm. It's real cute. Love it. And then um, like this huge leather jacket. <laughs> now that leather jacket is definitely a callback to the movie. Oh, really? Yes. It's not the same. But she wears, like, a big yes. leather jacket. She wears a big leather jacket. I think a boyfriend gave her. Um, but, yeah, that one is, that one, I saw it today and, and when we watched the episode and I was like, oh, my God, that's the jacket. Oh. So, and I don't know how long that jacket is going to stay in the show. Be a character. But that was absolutely, I was just, I was just. I, they just brought me right back to the film. Oh. So that was also a bit of a... Little, like, film, like, boink. Yeah. She's the same she character. Still, she brought her old jacket. Clothing. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. While she's putting the jacket on, she goes into this trunk <laughs> and has her, like, secret vampire stash in there. Yeah, but did you notice there's also, like, communion wafers? Uh, I didn't know what those were. I thought they were, like, gauze pads. I was like, what? Oh, maybe that's what they were. Maybe I they're thought... wafers. I was. I wrote down what I thought was in there. What um, did you think was in there? Well, there's a bunch of garlic, um, some steaks, some vials. I didn't know what they were filled with, and then later it is revealed it is holy water, I yes. believe. Where would she get that? Um... I thought it was gauze pads, but maybe they are communion wafers oh, because that's very no. Catholic. But why the fuck would... No, that <laughs> ga- gauze makes more sense. They just look so firm. But why would she have a huge thing of gauze pads? I don't know. That prop, we have to yeah, look into I, that. I, that's the only one I was like, I don't get it. <laughs> well, and, and at the beginning of this series, they really lay on thick the religious... Items, the items mm. that these vampires don't like. Yep. Sunshine. Uh, it's a very classical yeah. vampire. But you did, did you hear what, what, um, what Xander was saying about like, can they fly? Like, oh, no. And where... she was like, no, they can drive. <laughs> but it, that was absolutely a shout out to the movie too. Oh, where they can fly they can. around. I mean, they're not good flyers. Like, what do you mean? David Arquette How in do the they movie, fly? Do they just, have like, wings? He, like, floats around. If you could see me right now, I'm kind of like, ooh. Like, when <laughs> like someone floats. Yeah. <laughs> they can kind of float around in that. They definitely do fly in the in the movie, but the special effects are so bad, they kind of just float. But they're just telling you that in wires, this world, like... they do not do that. Well, that's good. I mean, I do think traditionally vampires can turn into bats and fly around. Dracula can. Dracula can. But I don't know about traditionally, like, a lot of our, like, a lot of our knowledge about vampires comes from Dracula. Mm. It just comes from that one book. Yes, yes. Because that's what made it across the pond to us. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Van Helsing, all of that sort of, you know, he was kind of one of the OG vampire slayers. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, hunting Dracula for years and years and years or, or what have you. Mm-hmm. But it, most of our lore does come from Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yeah. Well, so. I'm glad they don't fly because it's just too powerful. <laughs> yeah. 
It's too Imba. Uh, just like when they made the Dementors fly around in Harry Potter. I know, you hate that. It's fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> they don't do that. Uh, <laughs> I'm a purist. Uh, and then, oh yes, Cordelia uh, in the club has a very cute miniskirt. Cro- like, super short miniskirt. I saw up her skirt when she was Did walking. her little cheeks? Her little cheeks, oh I saw God. them. And a little crop top. Uh, real cute. And then just to cap off the the some assembly required fashion, um, Buffy only wears it for like five seconds at the very end, but she's got this really cute little um, like pink mini dress with like cherries on it yes. and a lollipop. It's very cute. Yes. I was like, oh, that's peak 90s. Like this little baby spice mini dress. It's Absolutely. like pink. Yeah. It's really yeah. cute. And then you have the classic, oh, yeah, the classic, well, I won't say the quote yet. We're not there. Mm-hmm. But when they go off. Yeah, yeah. We'll yeah, get to that. <laughs> but I think that caps off, like, the fashion of the episode. Um, good. Nothing cr- outstanding. But, no. you know. No. Uh, I loved it. The vampires are all wearing sort of nondescript. Like, the vampires... Don't have other than the masters leathers. <laughs> Love it, but yeah, they're they obviously have been described as having like boring fashion, yeah, or it's dated. Outdated, fashion, yeah. So it's like not important to them. Yes. Um. Okay. I think I'd like to move on to uh, a little bit of prophecy because okay, take I me with you. Yeah, I did a some research after last episode because I had a question in my mind, and the question was how old were all these actors. Yes, how old were they? When they filmed these episodes. Because um, I was just curious. I wanted to know how old they all were. So Sarah Michelle Gellar was 19 years old, which is really wild because I can't imagine doing anything when I was 19. Oh, my God. Like, like leading a show. Yeah. Well, she had just gone from being on All My Children. Ooh, I think that's it. All mm-hmm. My Children, I'm pretty sure. And then she, and she was like a child model. Because I remember seeing pictures of her as a, like, as a, like, a kid She out. looks like a child model But I think this now. was her first role role, like, her first role mm-hmm. role. Yeah. As a, as a, as a woman, I would say. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. As a, um, you know, uh, not, not a child. Young woman, yes. Um, and then Christine Sutherland, who plays Joyce. Also, her hair. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, she was 42. I think she looks older than that in the show. She she's a beautiful woman. They mom her up. So oh, that hard. hair! I hope it maybe she gets a better hair. You'll see stylist. You'll see in the show. Give uh, it time. Yeah, <laughs> they're finding it. Uh, Nicholas Brendan. He's. Uh, I thought he was older. I was like, he does not look like he's in high school. Like in the slightest. To to be honest, if you've ever seen a high school boy. <laughs> well, he's just too broad in the chest. Yeah, he just looks like a man. He yeah. does. Like a young man, but he looks like a man. Um, and he's 26. Yeah. And uh, Charisma Carpenter, who plays Cordelia, I didn't realize she's the oldest of the the squad right now, Um, is 27. Wow. So, she looks great. What about Giles? Giles, Anthony... Stewart Head. Head? Uh, he's 43. Okay. So we kind of talked last time. We were like, maybe he's in his 40s. So, um, I, I think like he's he probably playing, playing yeah. what his age is yeah. for sure. Um, so I guess he could have become the curator at the British Museum at that time. You'll <laughs> give him that. You'll give him that. I guess he could have, but man. Uh, 
And then Allison Hannigan is older than I thought. Actually, she was 23 um, when she filmed this. And I thought she was young. They really make her look young. And she has such a young, youthful face. And totally. they really, like, flatten her body. So she looks younger than Sarah Michelle Gellar to me. Yeah. So... Um, and that's my prophecy. A little research for the app. Uh, Excellent. We'll see what I research next week. It's hard to research without um, getting spoilers. I know you can't. You can't. It might happen. I'm being careful. I'm trying to only look at like certain things. And you can look at just specific episodes on, on the Wikipedia and things like that. But I won't go too too wild. Um, great. Uh, why don't we talk about Bewitched, Bothered, and Bewildered? Oh, sure. So this is a little category about race, gender, uh, class, uh, all the things that mm-hmm. may be uncomfortable about watching a show from the 90s. Mm-hmm. So what what do we have to say about that in this episode, The <gasps> Harvest? I mean, we get a lot of... We, we've, we've left... I'm, I'm not sure. I don't know if this belongs in this... Mm. category but we talked a bit about the homoerotic mm. the the well the really erotic exchange between Luke and the master certainly yes and for me it's hugely important that vampires sort of obsession with blood and with hunting and with drinking blood and mm-hmm. like it's very sexy it's very carnal it was important that they showed that that happens between anyone. Yep. There is, like, no self-consciousness either about, like, That's they're right. just, like, really, they're like, like, they yeah. love it. Like, everyone's watching. They're like, oh, yeah. And Luke is on his knees yes. while the master is cutting into his forehead with his fabulous manicure. <laughs> that that symbol. Yes. A little try. It's like a Mercedes Ben's symbol on his forehead. Totally. Um, yeah, totally. Uh, as for like uh, diversity, uh, there, there, there's not. There's no, nothing. it's no. like obviously still in the kind of main cast, which is all white people. There, there was one bouncer that gets murdered, mm-hmm. um, and he does have a few lines, mm-hmm. but we don't know his name. No, no, no. Uh, but that's about it for kind of the, the diversity in the room. Oh, yeah. Buffy is an incredibly white show. I wonder what the, like, producing team or the behind-the-scenes team is like. I know there's, like, probably a lot more, like, women um, working on stuff there and are. directing. There are. But I wonder about sort of the different kind of people that might be... Maybe that's something we could look into. Yeah, more. just might be interesting to just delve into that. I'll I'll put that on the research docket for next week. Sounds good, Giles. Right <laughs> 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 across the pond. <laughs> yes. Uh great. Anything else you want to talk was, about? I was I was watching and and uh, and I was I mean uh, yeah. Other than the fact that it's just quite white as white as one can be mm-hmm. um it it doesn't the content i still find it to be an incredibly transgressive uh very aware of itself in a in a good way mm-hmm. show 
Oh yeah. I mean, we're two episodes in. Well, true, but like, it's true. I'm, I'm, I'm watching. I'm just listening, and and uh, you know, everything's. It seems to be all on board, and they're talking about interesting things, and women are particularly interesting and assertive in the show. So, uh, yeah, not too much in that category yet, but we shall see. We'll bring it up every single episode. Absolutely. Also, what's going to happen, too, is she kind of, the second part, the harvest, so the first episode in this sort of two episodes um, op- season opener, mm. series opener, is that they've solved the problem by the end of the harvest. Mm-hmm. They go like, oh, I'm sure he'll be, you know, Giles is really excited when, the, like, to, to think about what the master has planned next. What's <laughs> the master have up his sleeve? And Xander and Willow and Buffy are both like, mm, we killed, we did the thing. We Bye. did the thing and today's just like a normal Friday and... Let's go to the bronze. That's right. I'm just at school with my friends and... And so they've... I feel like, I feel like Bewitched, Bothered and Bewildered when we talk about whether the show stands the test of time will also come in how she solves problems mm. and how the drama, the conflict, the, the like basically the motor of the show when the stakes get really high. Mm-hmm. Oh, the stakes get really high. Uh, when the stakes Mr. get really Mr. Pointy. <laughs> and you keep saying I Mr. keep being Pointy. like, is that Mr. Pointy? <laughs> when on... she grabbed a tree branch, is that one? <laughs> is that him? You went, mm, Mr. Pointy. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like this is going to be a cool category to talk about, especially when the drama mm. really starts to roll. Yeah. Yeah. Because, well, yeah, the, the when the stakes get higher the choices and the show itself will become more vulnerable to this. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. So I, I'm excited for that because I haven't really watched it through that lens, honestly. Mostly it's just a show I worship with knowing knowing that it fails in lots of ways, but I still 100% let myself enjoy it and let myself love it. Oh, yeah. So I'm I'm curious. I'm curious to see how this show, as it gets more dramatic, as you get more invested... I know, because I am, like, laughing at lots of stuff. I mean, as you do when you watch old, older, like, 90s kind mm-hmm. of... But I love it. Like, it's all in good fun. Like, I love their fashion choices. It's so funny. And then watching them on those stupid computers is very funny, too. I know. Those beige, just bricks. <laughs> bricks. Uh, yeah. And then... But I I am interested when the show becomes... Uh, has some, like, dramatic and serious yeah. parts. because. Yeah. I think the two uh, kind of part intro to the show, it had to be full of action and Mm -hmm. comedy. Like, it couldn't have too much seriousness really yet because there's just not... They haven't really, like, made you care enough about the characters. Like, you don't... You're not really... I'm not super invested in anyone. Like, obviously, Buffy is, is there and she's the main star and you see her the most. So I'm probably the most invested in her, but yeah, definitely. We'll see as time goes on. And uh, I mean, we're going to spend so much time with these people, these characters. So it makes you invested in them. Absolutely. And we needed to get the, the, the logic of the world out of the way because you can't enjoy the show if you don't understand the rules of the show Mm -hmm. because anything supernatural, anything where the rules aren't the rules you and I grew up with Mm -hmm. or some version of them. You need to understand those rules pretty quick. Yep. I think. And they, they're they laid out. Like, I'm sure there will be other 
things because because at the end of the episode, Giles is like, oh, all matters of demons and monsters will come out of the woodwork and we're going, oh, we'll see so many things and our work will never be done. And so I assume there will be many monsters and different demons that we're going to see. Yeah. Buffy destroy or learn about or whatever. Well, and already also with a character like Cordelia, you're seeing that also the strife and trouble that befalls our hero, Buffy, is not just demonic and vampiric, but mm. also high, high school. school. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> what grade is she in? Um, like, I, is she in grade 11 or 10? I think she's in 10. Grade 10. Yeah, that makes sense because... Well, because Cordelia, it was like seniors are so hot. Oh, like, yeah, I They know. know everything or whatever. Oh, yeah. Don't waste your time on boys. Yeah. I know. I know. <laughs> so, I yeah, grade 10, I think, makes sense to me. I don't know how America works. Like, junior, se- sophomore, sophomore, freshman, sophomore. What is that? I don't know. Well, and is freshman college? I thought freshman was college but also like grade nine i wonder how many other canadians just pretend to know what those <laughs> words mean i might know if i really thought about it or i'll probably do some can research can you add some that yeah. to your research giles uh yeah can you tell me how high school works high school work uh in states how do you feel about this this giles part as part of the student crew <laughs> like is it funny and bizarre to you or do you just take it as what it is, which is how I take it, but I'm just yeah, wondering. It's quite weird. I was like, wow, we really formed this relationship extremely quickly, but I guess you do with teachers. Like, you feel like they're, especially teachers you really like, like they're close, almost friendship like, uh, especially teachers you trust. But I don't know. He's not even a teacher. <laughs> and it's only her second day. Yeah. That's what Joyce says when she gets caught leaving again. Yeah. I know. She's like, no, that's what the the tapes say I should say. So I, uh, no. I have to learn to, I have to practice saying it. No, you're grounded. And Buffy's like, jumps out the window. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I did find a weird moment when like Willow was like on the computer and then Giles went right over her shoulder and I was like, too close, Giles. You guys just met. Well, I mean, Giles does the same thing to Buffy at the bronze in the first episode mm-hmm. when he kind of comes around like, her and is like, "Look at all these people. You should be able to spot the vampire. You should, or you shouldn't even have to. You should be able to sense them." Mm-hmm. And he's quite, he's quite around her. It's yeah. very intimate. Yes, but I, I don't think it's creepy. Like he's obviously. He's kind of playing like a very like almost like asexual librarian man. Paternal. I mean, I think they're leaning into that to be like, it's not creepy that this man is hanging out with these children after hours. Yeah. Um, So they're leaning into that. I don't think he's creepy at all, but I don't really know why he's doing. I don't know why he's doing what he's doing. I don't actually understand his motivation right now. It's not clear to me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay, that's good to know. That's good to know. I also watch, I mean, season one of Buffy is like, it's a it's an incredible show. Season one can feel like a bit of a slog, I will say. Okay. <laughs> I will say it on the... But I'm, I have fresh eyes, so I'm just learning things. Oh, totally, totally. But but even, even me re-watching, like, 
when I rewatch this show, I probably start. I I don't watch the first two episodes. I think I started oh, like really? episode five. I've watched them a hundred like sure, hundreds sure. of times. But no, when I put it on for pleasure, I I just I just skip to the end of season one and then start watching season oh, yeah. two, three, four, five. Any six. good seasons, you're like, this is my favorite season. It's like if there's any community fans out there, community season one is quite bad. <laughs> You have to skip the first half of season one. Yeah, they're just figuring it out. Mm-hmm. So the fact that the fact that we are dealing with a really epic big bad like the master, who also that actor, he just has oh, yeah. to act like a still <laughs> when Luke is draining the blood and like giving it to the master. Yeah, that's a an act. Also acting through all this makeup and shit, and him being like. Oh, I'm getting the power. He's, he's standing still. Yeah. I mean, he's sort of like standing still in like an open, like receiving position. <laughs> but he basically is just cuts to him and he's just like breathing intensely, trying to show <sighs> yeah. us all how much more powerful he's I getting. It's, that, yeah. It's kind of hard without like a visual cue to show, to show it. I mean, he does a good job. And then at the end he oh, has yeah. to throw his. He's like, no. Nah! He has this tantrum like, when he's when he's feeling the threshold of the, the yeah. spell of the portal that he's stuck in. But Luke is still alive and kicking. No. Oh wait, he's dead. God, she tricked him with. The oh sunlight. yeah, never mind. <laughs> and he has that. Epic, oh yeah, like, and he stabs. Oh, she stabs him. Okay, now I remember. Yeah, too so, many deaths in so this the, episode. So the yeah, his the the master's right hand man, the is, vessel is, is gone. Dead. Buffy just killed like a three hundred year old vampire. Okay, awesome. So she is not to be reckoned with. That's okay, right. yeah, you're right. Now I remember who died. <laughs> <laughs> so many things to remember. Oh yeah. Mm. Well, and Luke, you, you, it's only also he's like a kind of a two two episode guy. I didn't even know. I wouldn't even actually know his name, but you told me his name and repeated it. Many yeah, that's times. right. So I wouldn't actually know. His name. I'm trying not to do that with other characters where we haven't know we don't know their well, name yet. Well, I think he stabbed in the eyeball a, a vampire named Colin, <laughs> <laughs> which is a very funny vampire name. Oh my god! Yeah, they come in all shapes and sizes. Vampire. I don't know what that lady's name is. She's maybe still alive. God, I don't know. <laughs> and then she also threw a symbol and chopped off a vampire's head. Yeah. Um, and then Xander accidentally kills Jesse. Yep. Yep. So it's real. Um, and then at the end of the episode, Angel's like, whoa, she did it. Bye. Bye. (laughs) I know. Get out of here, Angel. You suck. (laughs) Yeah. He's very, he's just right beside the action at all times. Heaven forbid he should help. (laughs) Okay. There's one question I want to ask you that I didn't ask you. Lay it on me. Did you ever sneak out in high school? Because Buffy, (gasps) her mom's like, you can't go. And then she's like, huh. And she she sneaks out the window. Did you do it? Absolutely. I thought so. Absolutely. I snuck out a ton. And I also would sneak into other people's homes all the time. I remember getting caught (laughs) in my first boyfriend's house. I remember sneaking out and like throwing pebbles at his window and waking up his parents <gasps> and his parents coming outside and me being like, oh, nothing to see here. Like trying to like climb over the fence <laughs> again and not being able to and being like, oh, I just didn't want to. 
um, I just didn't want to wake you up. So I thought I would try and, and, um, anyway, and, <laughs> and, and he was like, you know, Jana, if you want to come inside, just use the front door. <laughs> and it was like quite early in the morning. Uh, so I'd snuck out late at night and was, or like in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. But yes, I did tons of sneaking out. It wasn't hard to sneak out from my house, though. No. <laughs> my mom just didn't care. <laughs> How about you? Well, I mean, you were on the acreage. I lived on Where an were acreage, you go? so I couldn't really sneak out because, um, like, then I would have to, like, steal a car. Like, I couldn't. I didn't. It's more involved. Yeah, I didn't have my own car. I went on foot. Like, yeah, I couldn't. I was in the middle of the acreage. But I did lie to my parents a lot about where I was. Oh, yes. So I'd be like, I'm sleeping over at my friend's house and then go to my boyfriend's house or whatever. Like, And I did get caught eventually because I said I was at my friend's house and then my parents were trying to find me because it was before cell phones. They called up your friend. The parents were oh, like, she's yeah. out of here. And your parents were like, classic. I got a Trouble. Um, this is actually probably when I was hanging out at Patrick Lundin's house. There was a time where I was at my boyfriend was at his Patrick's house, and then I was there. You know. Oh uh, yeah. I so I lied to my parents about where I was. I did a lot of like sneaking around, but I wasn't sneaking out of my house. I guess. Yeah, I wasn't. I didn't really have to sneak out of my house. It was quite easy to leave. Um, but I would have to sneak into other people's homes because their parents were more vigilant and way more worried about girls and boys than my mom was. Oh, yeah. My mom had her moments of being like, I think feeling like she was too flexible or too, too not involved in my life. And so she'd have these like bursts of, you shouldn't be doing that. And are you, are you even thinking about what you're doing with your life? You're throwing it all away. <laughs> what are you going to do like, with But like that was like life? once a year and, and then she cooled off. But other people's yeah. parents were quite diligent about their whereabouts and their sort of, I don't know, I don't know, reputation? I don't mm. know. My parents were pretty chill. I had parties at my house. I think they just preferred to know where I yeah. was. Um, but I was like out kind of partying, going to the bar with my fake ID and stuff like that. So they didn't know about that, having a fake ID. But did you notice that they the bouncer in, in Buffy was, like, taking money from yeah, people. Yeah, but then they were like, there's no cover on Friday. And also, like, I also thought, oh, is he checking IDs? Yeah, because it was weird. weird. That yeah. was a weird detail. Also, in the last episode, I think there was a bouncer, too. But I don't really get it if it's, like, an all-ages. Obviously, it's an all-ages club because it's all fine with them going there or whatever. Yeah. No, it was a curious detail yeah they'll they're ironing it out bouncer yeah they're they're ironing it out what's this club yeah okay g what's your favorite line from the episode well it's absolutely at the very end when oh i don't even remember exactly how he says it but when buffy and xander and willow are walking away and they'll they're like oh la, la 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 and then giles turns Basically to look at the camera, except he doesn't look at the camera. And he's like, the world is doomed. That's what he says. We're all doomed. The world is doomed. Um, I love that line. What else do I like? My favorite line is also from Giles. It's uh, 
Hey, rest some information from that dread machine. <laughs> and he's Talking like, about the computer. Yeah, he's like, oh, too British. <laughs> yeah. No, he likes good old-fashioned books, Marley. And you can't dread trust... Dread machine. You can't trust the net. The net. So, I, yeah. Which actually is a really good point. If Giles doesn't know how to use computers, it means that there's a reason for Willow to be in the gang, too. Mm-hmm. she... Provides us like a skill step, <laughs> yeah, that yeah. that no one else has. Yep, they're kind of all finding their niche. That's their her place. use, which to me seems like thin right now, absolutely. but we're gonna see. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But they've given us this character Giles, who seems to know everything. So it would be a stretch if he could also use computers. Like why, why Willow? Yeah. So I think that's what the writers are trying to do to us: be like Willow is necessary, mm-hmm. and as as they flesh her out. Oh my god, we're on! We finished it, we finished it, we finished the second episode. We finished the second episode. I don't know what's good. Last episode was a cliffhanger, so this one, I mean, I don't know what's going to happen. I I assume some monster demon is going to come, and then they're going to figure it out. That's right. That's my guess That's for next the way episode. The show works. I don't know what it is. Wait, I think I might have seen something on your DVD menu. Is this... <gasps> don't look at the menu. Well, <laughs> I will blindfold you next time. I think did it say like witch something? Oh, it did say witch. The next episode is witch. Okay. Yeah. Oh, it's a great Sleuthing. episode. Okay. Oh, so I assume something about witches. Which I don't know. That hasn't come up. Like, what's a witch nope. in this world? So we're gonna see. Absolutely, yes. I hope we they're are ladies. <laughs> okay, you're going to find out. This is a great episode, actually. I just said that season one is kind of bad, but this is a great episode. Okay. So, great. obviously, it's not all It's not all old 1997-ness. There oh, are some gems. And I enjoyed myself. Okay, and good. I can't wait for next time. <laughs> okay, Slayers, we'll see you next time. Um, we're Sing doomed. us out. We're all doomed. Sing us out, Jeannie. I don't know the song. Damn. Oh, and then on TV, on TV when we would watch it, it ends with grr, grr. There's this demon that goes along that. I'll show it. I'll show it to you. Okay, I'm going to show it to you. Arg, grr, grr, arg.